0: You are now entering the Movies from A to B podcast, a show where two guys talk two movies and have too much fun. Really? That's what you want to go with? Yeah, that does sound stupid. But this podcast is anything but. We watch one notable A movie. And then one lesser known B movie. And then share our thoughts. Be warned, this show includes numerous spoilers, so we highly, highly recommend watching both movies beforehand. Listener discretion advised, we use adult language. We say fuck. So thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Today on the MFAB podcast, for the A side, we have 2001's The Italian Job. And for the B side, we have 1993's Cannibal
1: the Musical. So crack open a Pepsi Blue and have a spadoinkle episode.
0: All right, welcome back to another fabulous edition of the Movies from A to B podcast, otherwise known as the MFAB podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And thanks for joining us today. A little bit of a lowdown on what we'll be talking about today. First off, we have 2003's The Italian Jobs, directed by F. Gary Gray, starring Mark Wahlberg, Edward Norton, Charlize Theron, and Donald Sutherland.
1: And Seth Green.
0: Yeah, and And Seth Green. And Mostaf. And Mostaf.
1: And many others.
0: Jason Statham.
1: Yeah, Jason. Can't forget.
0: A bunch of other actors who got paid. Whatever.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And on the second half of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the movie Cannibal the Musical, written and directed by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Um, I'm not sure what the year, but we'll get to that in the second half.
0: Well, it was made in 93, but it was not released until 96.
1: Yeah, it was their uh, first film ever made. Yeah. um, Distributed through Troma Pictures. Which...
0: Now I've seen all the movies they've done. So this was a good...
1: Matt Stone J. Parker.
0: Yeah, Matt Stone and J. Parker. It's so. good, to, good to finish out collections. Yeah, but we'll get to that one That'll in That'll be bit. on the second half, yeah. So, Italian job. So, yeah. Yeah, this was a remake of a 1969 movie starring Michael Caine about a prison heist. Well, not a prison heist. A uh, heist in Torino, Italy, where he just gotten out of prison, found out he had to do a job to steal a bunch of gold. So, this is kind of a remake, sort of the same story. Um,
1: so, uh, we'll start off with, uh, I guess, uh, the movie.
0: Yeah, the movie. That's what we're here for. The <laughs> <laughs> um, movie opens in Venice, Italy, with uh, Donald Sutherland's character, John, giving a call to his daughter. John Bridger. Just basically telling her, hey, how's it going? Uh Totally jumped my parole. Yeah, breaking,
1: breaking a whole bunch of laws and uh, not doing what I should be doing. <laughs> That's pretty much what he's getting at.
0: Yeah, wakes her up basically to tell her this. Yeah,
1: Middle of the night, just wakes her up to be a shit stick and tell her that he's probably going to end up going back to jail if he doesn't... But well, he's, he's bought it. her a present. So oh, yeah, like, but he has her a present. Oh, good. He's mailing it to her. Yeah,
0: he's mailing so. it to her. Can't deliver it himself.
1: Yeah, it's another be- even another way of determining where he is, just find out where the postmark is. Yeah, yeah.
0: so... We also learned that Mark Wahlberg's character, Charlie, is going to be taking over from John. He's retiring from the thievery business, if that's a word. Thievery? Thievery? Yeah, that's a word. No, that's a word. That's definitely a word. (laughs)
1: But
0: But before he goes, John's got to do one big heist. One last job. One last job. And this involves stealing a
1: shitload of gold. So at this time, we see a real young Marky Mark.
0: Yeah, he, he's super young. I am, yeah. This is like straight out of the Funky Punch Marky Mark. Man. He's like, yeah, uh, almost unrecognizable. So
1: we see a small uh, kind of assembling of the crew getting together. Yeah, the crew
0: is involving, you know, the basic team members. Yeah, all our Green's character.
1: Who instantly, in the beginning of the movie, just throws off the vibe of fucking
0: nerd. Yeah. Well, that's what he is. Well, yeah, but he's playing that can't kind of. Can he play thing. anything else other than a nerd? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> as well as Jason Statham's character, the oh, yeah, badass the, chick magnet. So. You know, wheel man, of course. Yeah, that's I mean the perfect perfect placement for these guys, and most stuff is there too, um, along with Edward Norton's character at this time. So. They have a setup to break this safe of gold out of this some guy's house. You never find out who they're stealing it yeah, from. Yeah, they never really got but too deep into it during this first heist. They basically blow his house, a hole in his house, steal the gold. Um, Ooh,
1: which one part I really did love about this scene was uh, the painting of the explosives, where they're painting on the explosives onto oh, the ceiling.
0: Yeah. The yeah, that was pretty neat.
1: I've never seen it. Well, I haven't seen too many heist films, I guess, but that's... uh. A new
0: one that I really liked. Yeah. It basically lasered out where to place the charges, and it was, like, super perfect, thanks to Seth Green's sick computer skills. But then most Steff's, uh... Mo explosive, yeah. He's the explosive the expert. Yeah. He went by the name Left Ear because he blew a cherry bomb in a toilet when he was a kid. and
1: Yeah, we get to that later, the whole left. description of all of them. But,
0: but, yeah, the gold falls through this house. They steal it. It's a shitload of gold.
1: Boat takes off, which was awesome.
0: Yeah. There's a huge, awesome chase scene through the Canals of Venice, which, if you know the Canals of Venice, it's supposed to be calm and peaceful. But now, Jason Statham's driving yeah. a boat through them. so He's a badass behind any wheel. Yeah. <laughs> So that was pretty badass. Well, oh,
1: one thing that was hilarious, they apparently couldn't find a produce cart to crash through, so they crash a boat into a produce-carrying boat. I yeah, love
0: that. they crashed through a gondola, yeah. They could not
1: break the stereotype of <laughs> crashing no, they into. Couldn't,
0: couldn't they? I did, yeah, I guess I missed that, but yeah. Now you say that, I remember that. So yeah, but the boat chase, turns out, was decoy. They don't have the gold. Charlie and John were hiding underwater with the gold, and they get off home free easy peasy yeah steal all the gold good time steal all else. the gold and it's literally like i can't say i'm off this is a shitload of gold like what they say it was well, about like 34 35 million dollars worth, million gold. worth yeah. of gold after this they're like taking on their bus through the alps right yeah there was a really nice transition between yeah the- i loved the song choice there did you catch the song it was a cover yeah, and that's what
1: I even have that. I talk about that later on. It's
0: a cover of Pink Floyd's Money. And if you don't know the original song, which is epic in its own right, this yeah. cover was really cool. It was kind of unnerving to me. I loved it. I, it didn't sound right to me. I thought it was good. I, it was a Perfect perfect song choice there.
1: I could be just being a purest douchebag, but I, I like, don't know. <laughs> well, it was a perfect
0: song choice there. for Well, the, no, perfect song choice. It. Maybe not.
1: In not my mind, there. I think. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. driving through the Alps. Um, or I'm thinking it's the Alps since they're looks um, like the Alps. Looks like the Alps mountains. Um, basically, celebrating their score and roadblock. Two trucks come up, oh. and stop them, and this, this is where shit hits the fan. Steve double crosses them. Steve turns out to be a d-bag. Yeah. What a fucking surprise. Edward Norton, perfect bad guy in the movies. Yeah. Um, he says, "Yo, I'm taking all the gold. Fuck you guys." Shoots John.
1: Yeah, point blank, just blast him in the chest. Truck ends up going over the bridge. And they fall into the water, and Steve unloads like I don't know no, six, seven clips. Six <laughs> clips into the water. And
0: somehow they dodge them all.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're sending they the like small. These
0: are AK forty-seven clips. These are nice size clips. So somehow there's what five people in the water. Somehow all five of them dodge them. Yeah. Not one gets hit.
1: But they do float John's body to the yeah, they
0: top end. Like, yeah, and so they think that well everything's cool. And basically Steve gets away with all their gold. Mm-hmm. And they're stuck in the middle of the Alps, basically. Yeah.
1: See them so. coming out of the water, which I had to question. How do they not all have hypothermia at this point?
0: Dude, they had on those sick leather jackets. Italian leather, man, it's fucking warm.
1: Well, if you can survive in fucking... Hey. Arctic weather. It keeps you warm. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: None of them had their ears covered either. It's because of that Italian leather, dude. i telling you. Creates a full show around the entire body. Yeah, sad scene. they have to just kind of leave John there and get back to the states and this is where we uh, get reintroduced to stella's character oh, yeah
1: one year later baby Sutherland has crack safes too
0: yeah she's she cracks safes for police it looked like or she has her own yeah. safe cracking business and uh yeah she's we come into her on a scene where she's cracking a safe for the a crime scene and then uh she kind of books it out of there hops into her little mini cooper which you'll come to learn that this is a staple of this movie the mini cooper oh god it's but, <laughs> this is in philadelphia and she's just roaring through the fucking streets. You
1: know, yeah, stay. like driving in the wrong lane, cutting people Cut off, people just off really being a bitch.
0: How the hell does she get away with all this? I don't know. You're a safe nobody, cracker. Nobody yeah. notices is this? Like, Philly's a big city. Somebody didn't call that in. Somebody didn't say, yeah. hey, there's this red Mini Cooper that's just driving like a shitbird. Driving ship like a bat out of hell. Yeah. So, yeah. She gets back to the office, and who's it waiting there for? Marky Mark. Marky Mark, Charlie. She's like, I don't want to see you. Get out of here. And he's like, yo, we found Steve. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, well, they found him in Los Angeles. Took them a year to figure out he went to, the, like, the largest city in the States. Like, you wouldn't want to start looking there. Where would you go? He hide? Would. You'd think you yeah. would. You'd think he'd either go, hey, to Los Angeles or New York, two places you could move gold. Took them a year to figure this out. Yeah. With all Seth Green's hacking skills, took them a year. I kind of find that a little crappy but yeah so uh
1: they uh Marky kind of describes his plan of how they want to rob Steve of his gold and they yeah, want
0: they want to get the gold back yeah and
1: they want Stella in on it because uh, it's
0: redemption for your father yeah
1: which I don't understand why would you just steal his gold why not just kill the bastard yeah you know where he lives you know his alter ego just fucking that's find true. him
0: and kill him that's true that's what I would have done just saying good point somewhere along the line when uh, they meet up yeah. under the bridge and they get introduced to all the characters yeah, and learn learn their backstories. It's Jason's...
1: The real crew assembles. Yeah. What Seth I Green
0: can't drive a, a motorcycle. He shows up and you kind of learn his backstory about how apparently he created Napster. Yes. Yeah. But
1: Sean... Oh, which comes into play later, too. Yeah,
0: Sean Flanagan stole it from him um, because he was napping. That's why he called it Napster. Napster. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. And, and Jason it's, Statham's a badass wheelman. Um...
1: Well, Steph is a bomb guy, and Marky Mark is a mastermind, which I'm not used yeah. to seeing. Uh... Yeah,
0: Marky Mark, the guy who dropped out of high school, a criminal mastermind. Who would've yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never would have thought. But yeah, then they uh, start playing in the heist. It's a little bit tougher than they think. Oh, they Yeah, they start going over all the different plans. and All the different plans before they finally settle on one that they're going to you know just break into his house and figure out, you know, he has a safe in there. Let's steal the safe. Stella can crack it.
1: 'Cause it's a specific kind of safe that only
0: yeah. special safe crackers know. So But yeah, they come into the they meet her, meet her at a hotel room and she's practicing on a safe. in her underwear. In her underwear, yeah. But uh did you notice the old school iPod on there really dated this movie? No, I didn't. <laughs> the first generation iPod she's listening to. Jesus. I noticed that right off the bat. But they're still they're going through planning all this heist, uh this involves this starts, like, a good five
1: to ten minute scene of setting up the problems of their heist. Yeah. The shitty traffic, the bomb guy hates dogs, so he's not going to do this, fucking... Yeah. Seems to be issue after issue, stacking up for the next, like, five to ten minutes.
0: Yeah. And then they finally get something underway, and they're like, well, he's got cable. That's our ticket in. ticket <laughs> in. It's fucking cable, of course. We're, we're, yeah. So they get Statham to seduce this... Blonde bimbo of a cable and stuff. which
1: was a great scene. Great I laughed a scene. lot at
0: this. Seth Green gives basically the commentary between their uh, their exchange, and it's it's just hilarious. Um, but yeah, he basically gets gets her badge and her number, and just kind of gives it to Stella so she can go to Steve's house and kind of get a get a lay of the house. Yeah, get the, Figure out uh, where three. the safe is, and yeah. While that, while she's there, they realize that. What has Steve gotten with his gold? Everything everybody else was going to oh, get yeah. the
1: gold. He bought the stereo, the fucking nerd one. And yeah, he bought he the car, bought the wheel man one. Rob's
0: of... car, yeah. He couldn't think of anything to buy with so he bought everybody's else. Um, they, f- they figure out the lay of the apartment. Stella gets out of there, but not before agreeing to a date with him. Oh, yeah, speaking of
1: dates, right before that, when uh, before Stella goes in, there's a... That's when they start the really thick laying on of uh, Marky Mark flirting with her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you, you, real hard. Yeah. Something's going to happen there. It's like, you know they're going to fuck at this point. <laughs> There's no way they're not going to fuck.
0: So they get all the information they need, what they're going to do, and they go start planning it, which apparently they just have an airplane hangar somewhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, they have an airplane we're, hangar yeah. with They us. have this huge hangar in the middle of nowhere where they just plan heists.
1: So I mean, every criminal group has you know a giant yeah. heist building, apparently.
0: Uh, this is where the Mini Coopers really come into play. Oh, this is up. also where uh, Seth Green demands that he be is call, <laughs> is called Napster. Yeah, he doesn't want to be called Lyle anymore. He wants to be called the Napster. Um, Which is the yeah. worst possible fucking nickname, if you ask me. Yeah, they figure out the uh, the hallways are just wide enough for a Mini Cooper to fit in there. So they're like, okay, let's get three Mini Coopers and just like soup the shit out of them. So
1: then we have a good, you know, montage,
0: montage or uh, yeah. Mini Cooper jerk practice off drive. session, practice driving. Which, by the way, I've never wanted a Mini Cooper any more than after watching this movie. I have never wanted a Mini Cooper <laughs> even after watching that <laughs> horrible commercial for <from> Mini Coopers. <laughs> they made them look so cool, and I, 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 this movie came out when I was thirteen. They're boxy little cars. I, They're so fucking cool. After watching this movie, though, yeah. man, they go anywhere <laughs> in six feet happen. or under <laughs> or below. Yeah. But uh. Okay, so they're doing this montage, and this is where we see how Steve's been getting rid of the gold. He's been taking it to a pawn shop where this Russian guy is working. Yeah,
1: he's been selling, he's been selling him selling his gold. Yeah.
0: And uh, the Russian guy just can't keep his
1: mouth shut. Finally figures out where the stamps on the gold comes from, yeah. So, uh, of course, Steve, being the person he is, uh, shoots the shit out of a pawn yeah. shop owner. And then uh, we got a mystery man that comes in right after that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the time, he's a mystery Yeah, at this point, he's a mystery man. (laughs) At this point, then, it's, uh, all right, heist is ready to go. Yeah. We're going to... Time to do this. Steve's going to go on his date with Stella. We're going to break into the house and get his gold. Steal the fucking gold and be gone. Steve leaves in Rob's car, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, all right, team, let's go. No, we're not going to go because the neighbors are throwing a huge party.
1: Yeah, we can't blow up gates with uh,
0: people everywhere, right? Nope. So then we go to Stella's date. Oh. And that's where Steve figures out who she really is. Yeah, because she uses the same
1: quote that her dad used all the time. Do you
0: remember it? Because it's kind of stupid. Yeah. What is it? Uh, trust trust everyone. everyone. I just don't trust, trust the, the devil, devil inside them. <laughs> Classic. But once Steve figures this out, he grabs her hand, and she's freaking out. Here comes the Calvary. Everybody shows Everybody up. Everybody shows up. They exchange words. Charlie and one fist. Charlie jacks Steve in the face, which has been, it's, it's been coming. Yeah, it was kind of it's satisfying been. to watch. So Obviously, they know Steve's going to try and they, they, he knows what they're there for. He wants their gold. They need a new way to, to get this gold. Yeah, so they got to come up with a whole new plan. A whole new plan in about, what, a day or so? Yeah, a day, which
1: obviously the Mastermind Marky Mark comes up with a plan using the same stuff they were going to use anyways.
0: Yeah. Except different. Except Different. Different, and this is, involves them just kind of placing explosives and stuff all over the city, which it doesn't. Nobody notices <laughs> that. Yeah, how do you not notice? How do you, how do you not notice these guys? You know, like, oh, oh yeah, we're just gonna place these explosives underneath the bridge. You know, there's no cameras down there. Nobody's checking this shit out.
1: I mean, with all the cameras that fucking Napster is breaking oh, into, oh yeah, I think they'd Miles, some they shit. have to
0: break into the LA traffic system, which. He makes look so simple. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he makes a kick-ass algorithm. Yeah, yeah, kick-ass algorithm. Yeah. So the new plans to go. Steve's gonna move his gold, but he's gonna use three armored trucks, and he's flying a helicopter watching them. And basically, Lyle's gonna hack into the traffic system, change the lights, and reroute where these trucks are gonna go. Yeah. But they don't know which one the golds are. They don't in. know which ones it's in.
1: Until oh. our our genius mastermind, Marky Mark, from Marky Mark
0: and the Pocky <laughs> You're just going to him is that. Yes, the
1: whole part? time. It's just be his Mark.
0: character's name is Charlie, not Marky Mark, guys, but
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he uh, has Napster crack into the camera system and find out which truck is riding low, which this technology doesn't exist. No, you can't, no.
0: you can't. Especially in 2003.
1: Yeah, you can't just uh, You
0: can just like, zoom in from a traffic cam.
1: I out exactly how many inches from the top of the wheel well to the ground any vehicle is because that just fucking happens.
0: Yeah, it just happens. So they figure out it's, oh, okay, it's in this one truck. So that's the one we're going for. Well, the truck split up, and not know to stick with that one. The whole plan is to get them to this one point where they're going to blow a hole through the road. Yeah. And before they get to this point, uh, there's a truck with a billboard on it. <laughs> Did you catch what was on the billboard? Not the first time, no. Not the first time. It was an ad for the awesome, awesome soda Pepsi Blue. Good old Pepsi Blue. I hope somebody out there remembers that because I sure do. I loved it. If you don't remember Pepsi Blue, it only lasted like two years. Mm. But if you miss it, it's still available in the Philippines so plan a trip.
1: Yeah, with a controversial die, I guess. I yeah, mean. controversial die, what? <laughs> Probably shouldn't be drank.
0: Propaganda, whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Uh, yeah, Awesome product placement there. I thought it was hilarious, especially looking back on it now. So Steve's watching from the helicopter.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, and the truck passes the Mini Coopers. Yep. Where At which point they all turn around and just start driving through crowds.
0: <laughs> Even before that, how does nobody notice? Oh, these three brightly colored mini coopers yeah. just chilling here not moved you know exactly. it's on the hollywood boulevard yeah. too on the walk of fame and they're just really one of the busiest just, spots just chilling and all of a sudden oh we're gonna turn on the sidewalk and just drive through crowds of people oh head down to the subway system yeah i
1: love that if there would have been anybody on those stairs at any time i mean if this were not a movie
0: yeah it's <laughs> hundreds
1: of people would have died when they drove down those stairs
0: of course But they're Mini Coopers. They can go anywhere.
1: Yes, but they were taking up a whole stairway. (laughs) There were people on the other side going up the stairs, but down the stairs, apparently no one ever went. Nobody
0: goes down. Nobody's going to get on the train. Because
1: that's where Mini Coopers run people down. That's just how it works in L.A.
0: (laughs) So they race through there. They narrowly get into the subway tracks. They stop the train. Lyle stops the train. Napster. Sorry. The Napster stops it. They get in position, wait for the road to blow up. Truck gets there. Supposed to go off, boom. Everything works, perfect. Talking, well, everything works perfect. This ton and a half or whatever pound truck just perfectly falls through the street into the subway. They crack open the back and. Uh oh. Well, Stella was a little nervous at first. I mean, they
1: crack open the back of the truck. Well, they crack
0: open the back of the truck. Oh, yeah, and it's not the safe that they were with No, it's a different safe. Stella's like, shit. I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> She needs, obviously,
1: Mikey Mark to put his hand on hers on the dial, and then she'll Jedi mind trick her way through fucking opening the safe somehow.
0: Like, it's like, that was a super quick, like, reassurance. Like, hey, she's freaking out. I can't do this, so oh God. And like, don't worry, you got this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> and good. bada-bing, bada-boom, they get it open. They're gold. The gold. They sling it into these souped-up boxes they have in the back of the Mini Coopers and
1: take off. So, Steve in his helicopter, knows where they are kind of in the general area, so he sends his other bikers down to find them. Yeah. Like, I, go find these fuckers.
0: This was a good biker chase. I just wish it was a little longer.
1: Yeah. One thing I didn't like about it is uh, the Mini Coopers all turned off, like, into a gate, and no one saw them do that. Yeah. The bikers didn't see him do that. The bikers are looking for a truck, you know. Right. And they know exactly which tunnel to turn down to follow the Coopers.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Wow. Never thought of that. Kind of bothered me. Yeah. Like, uh, really? So they get – they, they kind of split up, don't they? They're like, oh, Charlie's going to – Steve's on Charlie's car. He's like, yeah. I'm going to take down – I'll take care of Charlie. You guys meet me at the rendezvous point. And Steve kind of goes under – or Charlie goes in a tunnel. And, and Steve
1: follows him. Fast chopper yeah. pilot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> amazing skill on this guy, apparently.
0: flies under this bridge in this tunnel and just kind of like <laughs> – Back and forth, like, cuts Charlie off. Like, yeah. I'm going to go this way. No, you're not. I'm going to go this way. Uh-uh. Um, and
1: it goes up a ramp, and this made me sad. It cru- the Mini Cooper goes over and crushes a transient. <laughs> 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 kind of wept right there a little
0: bit. <laughs> Fuck a good muscle car. Yeah, yeah. You, need you need a, a Mini Cooper. <laughs> so Charlie kind of escapes him. Steve's still alive, though, and Steve hijacks... Uh, well, it, a Ford Bronco, because like, you know, uh, just a stock Ford Bronco is gonna, you know, work in a chase. Yeah, but of. <laughs> they all meet at the rendezvous point, which is this train yard. They load yeah. the Mini Coopers onto the train, whatever. They walk yeah. out of there, and Steve yeah. shows up and kind of tries to negotiate with a uh,
1: the guy watching
0: the yeah. guy watching them, and he's like. You know, here's five grand. You know, if you open that for me, I got stuff in there. And the Fire guy's like, "Oh, okay. You know, five grand, cool." Ooh,
1: this guy obviously has been introduced earlier in the movie as yeah. someone who is in the crew now. Yeah,
0: he's in the crew. Wrench. He's yeah. the guy who souped up all the Mini Coopers. Um, but uh, they open the door. Steve's like, "Ah, gotcha." And boom, yeah. there's Charlie. Standing you know, right so there. Fast, Charlie. Steve's yeah. like, "Well, I got a gun." Yeah, I'll fucking kill fucking you. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, we got insurance. Who is it?" <laughs> The damn um, Russian guy that... Mystery guy from mystery earlier. Guy is in the pawn shop who Steve was killed this guy's cousin. So uh-huh. they kind of take Steve away. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Bye-bye, Steve. You know, everybody gets their gold. At this point, Steve sold some of it, so it's $27 million. Yeah, $27 million. Million. Um, But before Steve gets away, Stella gets one final shot in on him. Blur. Delivers the nardot blow to him. But
1: which Absolutely. was satisfying cuz Edward Norton just plays such a good dick in this movie.
0: Oh, <laughs> he's so good.
1: Just I wanted to hurt him the entire time watching he,
0: this. He excels so good at playing a bad guy. Yeah. I, I want to see him play a bad guy more than I would, you know, a good guy. True. He's like the poor man's Kevin Spacey. He did make a good Hulk. <laughs> he did. He he was the best Hulk. Yeah. But are you sure? Are you sure he was better than Eric Bana?
1: Are you talking to Ang Lee?
0: Hulk. The best one? No. That's I mean, arc- Ruffalo
1: yeah. isn't doing a bad job, but he's <laughs> yeah. doing Ruffles actually are, a pretty good but job. Ed- ed- Edward Ruffalo. was the best. Yeah.
0: But anyways, they get their gold. Rob <clears throat> buys his car. Most Dev's character gets his dream house in Spain with his, his first edition books. And his first edition books. Lobster gets his... Gets his that blows women's clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, Charlie Marky
1: Mark Fox, Stella. <laughs>
0: well, they don't show it, but it's implied. It's implied <laughs> heavily. But yeah, that's the movie. That's the Italian Job. Um, what'd you think?
1: Oh, uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, this is definitely a good flick. It um, had a lot of good action, a lot of good chases. Um, it's your, you know, standard heist flick, and you know the. The soundtrack was good. There were a few cinematography shots that I really enjoyed. And as far as the star rating goes, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, I I I agree with you. It's it's a fun story. Um, you're not gonna you shouldn't expect a whole hell of a lot from this movie, but it's it's a fun story. It's got a great mix of action, comedy, drama. They they really meshed it all together yeah, well. Uh, Love the cast. That, that, yeah, the cast I, is the, good. The cast is the cast great. Is amazing. This. Um, this is like, this was right as Jason Statham was becoming a big star. The Transporter just come out a couple of years earlier. Mm, this um, is
1: like when he was being pigeonholed as a yeah, wheelman.
0: And, yeah, and that's pretty much, he's kind of realized, hey, it's all I'm going to be. Let's make yeah, a million bucks. A badass so, wheelman. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go right along with you and give this a 7 out of 10. The ending is, it's kind of predictable. You can see it coming. Yeah.
1: There aren't too many surprises when it comes no. to plot. I,
0: I, I wish that motorcycle bike chase would have been a little longer. I think they could have yeah, done. Yeah, they could have done, done a little that. more with yeah. that. Um, seeing as the whole thing was based around like Mini Cooper chases from the original but one. The
1: boat chase was. The boat chase I love was the boat badass. Chase. That was. There was awesome. boats crashing? There was boats yeah, so. jumping. It was. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, but uh,
0: um, this is a, some fun trivia about this. Um, there's a scene where Lyle's describing how that he invented Napster, and it shows him napping at his computer, and his college roommate, who was Napster founder, Sean Fanning, comes in and steals it. That is the real Sean Fanning who's stealing it. Really? Yes. That's not an actor. That is the real guy who created Napster who, like, steals it from Lyle. So, yeah, that. that I wonder I, how you I, get a
1: person for a role like that. Could you come in and be a lying <laughs> asshole with shit for us? Still, no, that's get pretty
0: cool. In real cool. life, we're
1: going to use you as a person? Right. That's weird. Uh,
0: and then also, the scene that we described earlier where Stella just flying through the, sea, the streets of Philadelphia in yeah. that Mini. They had to mod that Mini Cooper out. I'm sure they did. Charlize Theron yeah. is six foot one, six foot two. They said when she originally sat in it, her knees would, like, hit the steering wheel. She couldn't drive that. So they had to, like, take the back seat out or something and just put her in it. Um, so it's not um, even a real mini. It's, it's not, no. It, it, it looks like a classic 1960s mini, but they, they had to, you know, mod it out. And also the minis that uh, were used in the movie, they used a, a couple different versions of them, but the ones for when they were in the subway system. Yeah. Um, they basically had to design new insides for him because the L.A., County, system, whatever. L.A. County doesn't allow combustion engines in their subway system. Oh. And at that time, there was no electric version of the Mini Cooper, so they basically had to call in an engineer and wire up some oh wow electrical Mini Coopers so they could go down there. Battery-powered, Battery-powered, so they- <laughs> battery powered. so If you watch the special features on this on the DVD or Blu-ray, you kind of see what they do, and it's 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 pretty cool.
1: So they're literally toy cars.
0: Yeah, they're literally <laughs> toy cars. Yeah. yeah. So, that that just doesn't appeal. <laughs> the gold.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: also, I, I found it interesting that this was directed by F. Gary Gray. Um, I know, I know you're not too familiar with him, but if the name sounds familiar, he directed the original Friday movie. Oh. And like I said, this is one of his only major film directing. He's basically known as a music video director. So music videos
1: yeah. and the Italian job. Yeah, and, 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 and Friday. Friday.
0: So um, I thought that's that impressive that, resume. Impressive resume. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting. I didn't expect him to direct this, but he did a great job. Yeah, he did so, good. Yeah. I so, enjoyed it.
1: I mean, I'd suggest watching it. Yeah. I wouldn't break the bank on it, but no.
0: it's definitely a good movie. It's a great, Yeah, it's a good movie. Good good night in at home. Pop yeah. some popcorn. It's your classic heist. Classic heist movie, yeah. So.
1: All right. All right. Well, so, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with the second half in just a moment. Yeah. If you're liking the show so far, stick around for more intellectual banter, such as. fun time. I like using my sexy voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Hey baby. God, that doesn't sound
1: sexy at all. And welcome back to the part two of the Mfab podcast. Part two. Part two. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about and rating. 1993, Cannibal: The Musical, written and directed (laughs) by Trey Parker, yeah, and starring Matt Stone, Matt
0: Stone and Trey Parker. If you don't know who those two are, they are the creators of South Park, and this was their very first movie. Their
1: very first movie, straight out of college, straight
0: still in college,
1: still in college, yeah. It was uh, made in 1993 and didn't actually get a theatrical, re- or not even a theatrical release, just a yeah, release, release until 1996 when they uh, buddied with Troma, trauma Films. Thank
0: you, Troma, for introducing us to the world of South Park. Yeah, well. Yeah, but, really. well a launching pad for that. Yeah, kind so, of a launching pad. Which, uh, South Park, huge part of my formative years. Thank you for that. I think we all had a little bit of South Park in us, right. even if we didn't like it. If you didn't, you shouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> But if you are, thanks. So yeah, hey, All good right. to have you. So, backstory on this movie: this is kind of based on a true story, right? Uh yeah, Alfred Packer, Alfred, Pearl. Alfred, whatever. <laughs> he went by both. This guy is a interesting story. Yeah, shoot. Yeah. Um, it was like eighteen sixties. He was supposedly on a mining trip and kind of got suspected of cannibalism of like murdering and then eating his. Crewmates. Yeah, not as famous as the Donner Party, but uh, <laughs> yeah, got but a little yeah. bit of fame. Besides, out of Colorado, not many people know about this, so this movie kind of introduced it to the masses, I guess. Yeah. If it well,
1: was actually called originally called Alfred Packer, the Musical, but
0: he is a thing of lore around Colorado.
1: But Lloyd Kaufman discussed it with Matt Stone and Trey Parker, and they all decided. Well, depending on what you read yeah lloyd decided that hey it's going to be cannibal the musical instead
0: yeah but but um let's get into it yeah um i before we begin let me just say i'm not a fan of musicals
1: i happen to be a fan heaven knows this
0: um so but (laughs) one of the reasons i picked this movie yeah because he's a dick and it's a good movie (laughs) you love (laughs) um uh, seeing as i'm a huge fan of south park i'm like yeah let's give it a shot um the opening scene is kind of like before even the credits roll. It's kind of just mad stone. Yeah, storm. it's a cold open yeah. on uh, everyone kind of. In, in the wintry woods, yeah. Trey Parker's character, he plays Alfred Packer. Yep. Um, kind of shows him just murdering everybody. Murdering a bunch of people. Ripping tongues out. <laughs> ripping tongues out, ripping arms parts, off, <laughs> beating him with it.
1: Pretty gruesome. A lot of really awesome practical effects on this.
0: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And then you kind of just get right into the credits whereas uh did you notice Trey Parker didn't go by Trey Parker no he went by uh went by Juan, Juan Schwartz, Juan Schwartz yep. which was an actual alias that Alfred the real Alfred Packer went by when he was in hiding so kind of an homage to him yeah which is pretty neat um so the really you only see Matt Stone's name as the recognizable name in the oh. the credits and Dion Bashar if you know him
1: but if you know what they look like you see the cover you can kind of tell that's oh, Trey yeah. Parker holding a knife up Giving you a wild-eyed, crazy look. Yeah,
0: awesome. <laughs> right away, I noticed about this movie. It's it's definitely set, obviously, in the 1800s. They did for a low-budget college student movie. There was a nice attention to uh, detail with costumes and set and all that
1: stuff. And all the extras, not really, uh, are
0: their authenticity, yeah, and historical it's, accuracy on this. Yeah, one. it's just it was really good. Yeah. Um, once we get into the story, Alfred's in jail.
1: And um, he's getting visited by, uh... Visited by a reporter. Polly
0: Pry. Polly Pry. Um, they want to know, hey, you want to get him to talk, ask him about Leanne. <laughs> so. so, he asks him about Leanne, and then we kind of do a flashback to the beginning of his story, I guess?
1: Yeah, it's the beginning yeah. of the story.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: we open with a beautiful number called, beautiful uh... Number. Shpadoinkle Day. <laughs>
0: shpadoinkle Day, which that become, term, shpadoinkle, uh, becomes known throughout the movie, which pretty funny. I love it. Yeah, they used it well. well very well. They, they didn't overuse it, didn't underuse it, timed it perfectly. Um, but, yeah, basically, Alfred's in Utah. Um, he hears that there's a lot of gold to be mined up in Breckenridge. Um, so he wants to,
1: well, not even him. Everyone else in the town wants to get out there. and uh, want
0: to get out there, but nobody wants to go.
1: Yeah, no one really knows how
0: to get there. And the only person that could lead them is Lucky Larry. Good old Lucky Larry. Who gets struck by lightning. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Is he going to be okay? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's burnt to his (laughs) Basically, some dick says, hey, Alfred knows Colorado. He can lead us. And he gets chosen to lead a party of... Five. or four or five of them. Five of them, I think. Yeah. Humphrey, Bell, Swan, Swan, and let's just call him Squeaks. I don't remember his name. Squeaks. Squeaks. He's Squeaks from basketball. If, yeah. you know if
1: you've ever seen basketball, he's uh, Squeaks. He's or Squeaks. Little Bitch. Little Bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so they all set off. They kind of they come up on this general store once just outside of Provo. Provo, yeah. Provo, Utah. So there's just a lot of Western the references the big northwest references to well the it's colorado it's area. yeah colorado, colorado yeah, the whole, area, yeah wyoming which they rip on wyoming <laughs> later in the movie is <laughs> awesome um they go in the general store exchange pleasantries with before
1: other. they actually got to the general store there was maybe two other numbers
0: yeah there's two other numbers what's one of them
1: everybody kind of gets together and oh what i'm asking for yeah what i'm asking for was on I'm the way for
0: is one of the numbers
1: all these songs are just they're really catchy. They they're really stuck catchy, in your head.
0: Yeah. It, they do. Trust me, they do. I was singing Uncle Day throughout the rest of the, the next following day. And still I still Yeah. It's very catchy. Um,
1: so they get to the store, picking up supplies, there's a few uh, there's a bunch of gags all throughout this movie and a few voices you may recognize from South Park yeah, peppered in there.
0: Yeah, as they're and looking down into the store, you kind of hear an early version of Cartman's voice. Yeah, which had to be the first version of Cartman's voice. Probably. Yeah. I don't think they did anything before that. So, yeah, that was kind of neat to catch. Um, but here they uh, run into the Trappers. Which is our uh,
1: our enemies of the movie. Protagonist? Art. Yeah. protagonist?
0: Antagonist.
1: antagonist. Antagonist. Okay. Yeah, Antagonist. Protagonist is our hero.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got that right. All right, so, so the Trappers... These guys are hilarious. <clears throat> Simply because they have matching jackets. Sequin uh, animal for jackets. <laughs> Didn't they have leopard fur around there, too? Yeah, there was all kinds There's of birds. Like, where are they getting leopard fur in the 1860s? I have no idea. In Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> but they all just have, like, trappers written in flashy writing on the back. That was too funny. As awesome... Side gag as, and they wear them throughout the movie too. Yeah. It's not like just that one scene. That is their costume. Yeah. But basically they kind of rip on uh Minor. Alfred's horse first.
1: Well they don't rip on the horse, well, they don't, I don't think, it's it. horse. They think it's
0: a beautiful horse. I think it's a beautiful horse. Trapper and, horse. Trapper horse. But the horse is Leanne. Yeah. You initially think when the the reporter's supposed to ask him about Leanne, oh it's some chick he had. Nope, it's his horse. It's his horse. Who he loves dearly. A little too much, if you ask me. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> that, yeah, that's kind of... Uh, we'll see that in a later number. But, uh, yeah, the uh, trappers kind of, you know, give them some
1: crap. After they find out they're miners. After they miners.
0: Diggers, diggers. You know, diggers. We you don't like it. <laughs> trappers take off. They're heading towards... They're going the to Southwatch. Sa- 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 yeah, they're going south to Sawatch. Sa- um. And, which is, like, just south of Breckenridge, where they're headed. So they leave the town. They set up camp. And uh, they awaken yeah. in the morning after they crash for the night in the mountains. Yep. And Leanne is gone. With all of their supplies. With all all their supplies. All their food. I mean, they still have, you know, the clothes on their back and stuff. Yeah. I um, so, only got to walk for it. And...
1: Which they're already weeks over. Yeah. Their deadline. He said,
0: Alfred said, "Oh, it'll only be about three weeks, and three weeks they're not even in Colorado yet." Yeah. Next scene, they're four weeks later. Four weeks later, they're still not even in Colorado. But uh, a lot of small gags and stuff. A lot of small gags. The one of the best ones is the one of the group members, Humphrey. They're walking, and uh, Matt Stone's character is like, "Oh, watch out for that bear trap," and he's like, "What?" and steps right in. Right in the bear trap. Right in the bear, <laughs> <laughs> the bear trap. And then they, as they try and pry it off. They just clamp it on there more. Yeah, He's like
1: I can do it. I know how to do this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> clamp. Yeah, it was hilarious, and then he seemingly just kind of walks it off. Well, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a problem. With it. it just like it's there. Yeah, he's wounded. He's wounded, he's but limping. He, does he? I didn't notice him limping. Yeah, kind of. And they they bring make a point
1: of show it, it later. Him right
0: back though, like, right after that. Yeah, he does. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's still a fucking awesome part of the movie. I laughed.
1: There's a yeah.
0: Yeah. Um at this point they run into a river. Without yeah, a horse it's gonna be kinda hard get across, but they're like, Yeah, they well Louis Leanne usually led
1: the way when they went back and forth from Colorado to their hometown or whatever. Okay. So he's not really used to yeah, which used way to go.
0: Which way to go. Leanne at this point,
1: smart. yeah, Alfred is pretty much fucked. He doesn't <laughs>
0: he's, he's
1: just guessing on which way to go.
0: I don't know where we're going, guys. Fuck.
1: Throughout the movie you kinda realize that I mean, he doesn't really show much intelligence
0: Yeah, the
1: it's main just, character. He's yeah. kind of clueless.
0: Kind of relied on the horse too much. Yeah, relied so, a lot on that horse. Um, So, yeah, they try and cross this river and end up getting swept way down the Green River. Way, way down. Way down. And they're kind of way out of the way now. And uh, this is when they, they have to crash another campsite. And this is where uh, Alfred kind of professes his love for his horse and how he misses her. Oh, with the musical number, what was it called? On Top of You, I think. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very... On
1: Top of You.
0: It's a big innuendo. Yeah. It's, it, it's supposed to be about him riding his horse, you know, just riding him, but it kind of... Very suggestive. Suggestive yeah. that he's literally riding her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a hilarious song. It's... it's I noticed it's very Bon Jovi,
1: and there's a payoff later.
0: There's a payoff later, but yeah, it's very Bon Jovi esque. I, I I'm like, this is something that you know, side two of Living on a Prayer. I could send <laughs> yeah. this on there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a power ballad. It was. <laughs> it was definitely all um,
1: the all the music is uh, written by Matt Stone and yeah, Parker. They it's
0: just they're this is like really the beginning of their comical genius. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so they wake up out of this campsite. Still looking. This, this is where they run into the
1: Indians.
0: Indian.
1: <laughs> I love this part.
0: This is like, for this part, you'll be dying laughing if you yeah. check this movie out. Um, they're Indians yeah. who are clearly Japanese. Clearly Japanese. They have teepees, teepees. <laughs> which <laughs> are
1: clearly made out of the Japanese
0: flag. <laughs> yeah, and they're face painted, and yeah, it, they they. They don't necessarily get captured, right? No, no, they just, no, no, they just they kind of wander in camp. Stay here,
1: we're Indians. Stay here until the storm gets over, and then you can...
0: Yeah, and here's where they rerun into the trappers. Yeah. The trappers met up with the Indians, too. Round two trappers. And this is where the trappers get a chance to sing. Yeah, and express who they are. Express who they are. they by the trappers' song. Oh. Um, Which is another hilarious... Hilarious one, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, uh... It reminded me of Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you remember the number Gaston? Uh, In the it's been a while. Where he's just he's just talking about himself. Yeah, it's reminded me so much of that because it they basically use the same voice. Yeah, the deep voice, mm-hmm. and it's too musical. Yeah, that song is all about mm-hmm. how great they are. Yeah, well, they, I wake up muddy and I go to bed bloody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he his dad was an elephant. Yeah. His mom's an yeah, That's es- irrelevant, because his irrelevant. mother was an Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So.
1: And he has balls of steel that can break through walls, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Which. This guy is the shortest of their three-man group, too.
0: Yeah. But he's the leader, because, you know, the tall guys are dumb. Yeah. Usually. True. That's how it goes. Why are the tall guys never leaders of groups? I don't There's know. It's always the little guys. I mean, sometimes the tall guys. Just look at care. Floyd Mayweather. We were just talking about this today. Oh, yeah. He's the littlest guy, but he's the leader. Like, don't you think his bodyguards... Yeah, he's got... His, he's good. Good. He's what, 400-pound bodyguards? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. back... We flash back to present time, and uh, they're back at the courthouse. Alfred's getting convicted. Because at this point, we already know that some massacre had happened, that he's being accused yeah. of cannibalism, So yeah. Well, he
1: ended up... Oh... Yeah. Wait. No, go on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: They're, they, the beginning, they, they kind of know that he's what he's in jail for. They, he's suspected of cannibalism. Yeah. Well, the whole
1: opening sequence, they're yeah. describing him they're killing describing it. Yeah. people that he took off with.
0: Right. And at this point, he's getting convicted. And he's going to be held in jail overnight or whatever, and uh, he's going to be hung the next morning. So, and this is where Polly has a song. A really nice. This I I thought this song was actually kind of you know
1: trying to remember it's been a while since I watched
0: this. She was like a you know a heartfelt song about how she's kind of falling for Alfred's character.
1: I can't remember the words to it, but
0: not offhand. But it 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 fit with the movie, but it didn't because it wasn't that funny. It was a good song.
1: There were a few funny parts in that song. Um, maybe I'm not the cold bitch that (laughs) I thought I was.
0: But overall it was it was a really and she's a really good singer.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: she's falling for someone suspected of being a cannibal. <laughs> yeah. So, which is kind of amusing. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we get back flashback to there with the Indians. They decide to just run off.
1: Yeah, well Trey or I'm sorry, uh Alfred, he uh learning karate so he can fight the trappers because mm-hmm. he thinks he took a horse, yeah. obviously. Obviously. Because they had the saddlebags, so there's a good chance trappers did take the horse. So he's learning karate when he finds out from uh, the Indians that (laughs) uh, the trappers had left early that morning. So he decides he's going to take his group and leave too, so they can catch up and you know get his horse back. Because
0: he's really only concerned with his horse. Yeah, he, he at this point he doesn't care about the gold. Yeah, he hasn't said it, but he. He wants to find his horse. Well, he's never really cared about he's the gold. No, yeah. I mean, he was kind of roped it's into
1: this from the true deck.
0: at this point. He yeah. says, fuck it, we're going for my horse. And this is when they run into the Cyclops.
1: Oh, the Cyclops. <laughs> the Yeti. <laughs> the Yeti. He has... Or Cyclops.
0: Yeah. He had two <laughs> eyes. The only thing is is like just one a person with one eye. No, he had two eyes.
1: Oh, he's clearly from the south and yes.
0: <laughs> has one eye. <laughs> and his eye is so gross. Oh, or, it's awesome. It's... Like a squirting bottle, <laughs>
1: squirting or pus squirting. First butthole.
0: pus squirting. Yeah, it's, it's just he just gets angry and it's. Are just, you looking at my ah, And
1: then just <laughs> all over. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking beautiful.
0: It was gross and funny. It was just awesome. A nice another practical gag.
1: Yeah, lots wow. of practical gags. So they gotta
0: run out. Want to run away from him? At this point, they're in the stock of the mountains. It's snowing. Yeah, you're getting cold. Things are getting bad. Really bad, but. One What's of them, his name? Swan. Swan, yeah. Swan always has this upbeat attitude, like everything's gonna be yeah. okay. And At this point, he releases the song "Let's Build a Snowman." And we can make it our best friend. We can Make it our best friend, and I listened to this song the whole time. It fuck Frozen. <laughs> Just fuck, <laughs> fuck that song, <laughs> Frozen. I know that song swept the go. nation, but this is the song that shouldn't let the nation. No, not let it. No, not the "Do You Want to Build a Snowman." Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, this is the real. This is Still the snowman, so. snowman Fuck so. Frozen Yeah
1: Yeah Frozen But uh yeah
0: You haven't yeah. watched Frozen
1: I have not watched Frozen
0: How have you avoided that?
1: I don't know I have a niece and nephew too And I yeah. don't understand how
0: Oh my god <laughs>
1: Luckily my nephew's Really into games So we can There you go <laughs> yeah, Skip probably. past all the bull crap.
0: <laughs> well you should definitely Check Frozen out It's that good? It, it's one I of Business hearing. better movies
1: I keep hearing yes. It's good And I mean I watched Finally watched uh, What was it? Wally. Yeah. Just recently. Wally is a great movie. And that's years old. And so That was actually really good. But I was this, impressed with that one. Yeah. But anyways. But yeah, Swan, Let's Build a Snowman. Swan,
0: yeah. The Let's Build a Snowman song. It's it's very catchy. And he tap dances in the snow.
1: Yeah, he does. He tap dances <laughs> in the snow.
0: If you're watching it, remember that part? Because <laughs> soon and a little bit later, we'll come sure. back to that. Yeah. But um, he kind of just tries to raise their spirits, and they're just like, shut up. Yeah, And they just kind of keep going. And they move um, along, move keep along. trudging, trying to find their way over the mountain. They're uh, camping again, and this is where Trey's uh, character takes his hat off. And oh. And of afro pops yeah, out. Matt Stone? Yeah. Yeah, Matt Stone's character. Yeah. So he takes his, his camping hat off or whatever, and this big red afro pops yeah, out. Yeah, just like Kyle from South you, Park. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's the per- early precursor to Kyle from South Park. I love that.
1: His character is kind of neurotic, too, kind of a yeah. dopey,
0: <laughs> dopey, thinks he dopey. can
1: do a lot, but really can't.
0: <laughs> Stupid Just, sounding voice. Yeah. But they keep going. It's getting even more bleak. And this is when Swan starts to sing Let's Build a Snowman song again. Gets into it, starts singing it. And this is when Bell. Is it Belle? Yeah, Bell. Yeah, Bell, the guy who's been preaching the Book of Mormon and God the entire yeah, trip. Yeah, God. Try to build a church. Pulls out his gun and just blasts him in the
1: head. <laughs> just <laughs> Pops his brains all over the snow.
0: And he just dies with a smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And uh, at this point, they're hungry. Yeah. They're hungry. They're tired. They need food. <laughs> There's a dead body. There's a dead body. One of them's a butcher. Yeah, one of them's a butcher, but he doesn't really know how to butch yet, does he? Oh, well, he knows how to butch. He knows how, but...
1: But, uh, yeah, what uh, Matt Stone's character, Humphrey, yeah. doesn't want any butt. He doesn't
0: want any butt. He's like, <laughs> what are you doing? What kind of piece do you want? <laughs> well, not the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so you see him later, mounting on a foot. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's gross eating the butt. And chewing on a fucking foot. It's disgusting. Alfred at one point takes a bite and just pukes. It right? He pukes it up, yeah. He's like, oh, and then, Matt, and then Humphrey's like, oh, gross, you got it on me. <laughs> <laughs> not aware that you're eating a dead body. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh, I love it how there's one point during that scene where uh, it started to rev up like they were going to play the Let's Build a Snowman song and they kind of pan over to. Oh, Humphrey's dead body? No, not Humphrey. Uh, what's his name? No, Swan's dead Swan. yeah, yeah, Swan. body. And you see his big smiling face there. Yeah. Like, the music just dies. The music dies. It was beautiful. Um. Just really well timed.
0: Yeah. And they're still camping, they're still tired, it's cold, and uh, they're like, how close are we to Breckenridge? And Alfred says, well, I'm going to go check that ridge. So he goes to check the ridge. Nobody eat anybody. Nobody eat anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes to check the ridge, he's kind of gone for a while. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And he comes back. <laughs> Everybody's dead <laughs> except yeah, for Bell. Yes. He, Just God-preaching, yeah. <laughs> Book of Mormon reading... Bell uh, just murdered everybody.
1: Bodies everywhere strewn over campfires.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we have enough meat here to last us all winter now. <laughs> like what the hell is going on?
1: it took a turn for the dark real quick. Very dark and
0: uh At this point doesn't Bell kind of goes to attack Alfred, right?
1: Yeah, cuz he thinks he's going to turn him in. Cuz Alfred kind of says he's going to turn him in.
0: Yeah, I'm going to turn you in, so I'm not going to let you.
1: Can't lie about that, so You're they right. end up getting in a little brawl, a little tuffle.
0: It starts little, but then gets awesome. Yeah, very awesome. <laughs> Alfred cleaves Bell in the face. Oh, it's just an oh, awesome, shot. awesome shot. Oh, he's dead. Wait. <laughs> no, he's not. <gasps> he gets jumps back out. up, and then he shoots him in the face. Yep. Okay, okay he's dead now. He's nice. totally dead. Jump. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back, back and am off. Gets a stick in the eye. A stick in the eye. Okay, that's gotta be it. You know, three times that's enough.
1: As his death throws for the third time.
0: That's it's you know it's that's the point where you're like yeah. okay that's it was funny it's cool. Right. We're good. Move no, on. he's not dead. No. <laughs> Pickaxe to the chest, pinned to a tree. And that. Nah, that kind of
1: pretty much ends up.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, Alfred's kind of on his own now. And he makes his way to Sawatch Which was The place that he wanted to go the whole time
1: Yeah Trying to find his horse Gets a haircut
0: Yeah And who He finds Leanne Yeah Leanne's there She's with the trappers now Yeah And She kind of shuns him Like oh she's there They're Like oh it's our horse now She wants us
1: It's a sad story Sad so story He kind of
0: says "Forget yeah, you Leanne, Whatever He tries to get his troubles away at the saloon. Yeah
1: Ooh. All that. Well, that's when uh, the sheriff comes in, right? The sheriff comes in, drunk as shit. Drunk as shit. Saying they went up to the ridge where he said he lost his friends because you know he never told anybody that you know he ate people and killed people. He <laughs> just kind of you know let it go.
0: Oh, yeah, they they. they but in
1: retrospect, the, he didn't really he eat didn't
0: really, but he knew the evidence was alarming. So, but yeah, there so ends the whole up...
1: town wants him dead.
0: Yeah. And they kind of start a fight at the at the bar, right? Yeah. But before that, doesn't he, he beats up the trapper's Well, he
1: gets into a hand-to-hand with Frenchie. Uh, Frenchie, French,
0: the leader of the trapper. Yeah. And just goes fucking speed bag on his balls. Yeah,
1: he remembers his karate training, which apparently is punch testicles <laughs> until they explode.
0: <laughs> it's just, bop, 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 bop. And <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't catch it at the time, but... When we see Frenchie later, his voice completely changed. Yeah, his and voice. That's is why, because he got his balls Pete. beat. His you
1: <laughs> um. You can't get any higher, right there.
0: Yeah. So yeah. they they catch Alfred, and then we kind of flash back to the present day. Yeah. And then we are hang him high.
1: Oh yeah, we hang got the. the Bastard. Yeah, we get the song "Hang the Bastard." Big musical number. Which is a whole There's town worth of people with cowbell solo. Oh, yeah.
0: Huge cowbell solo. Huge cowbell solo. <laughs> if you haven't heard a cowbell solo, this will change your life. Yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing. Who knew you could do so much with one stick and a cowbell? And one piece of metal. One piece of metal. Awesome.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to hang Alfred. Going to hang Alfred. day.
0: Yep. At, and at this point, Polly had left town to go back to Denver. And they're just about to pull the lever. She comes riding in on the horse. Yeah. He's been... Not not necessarily pardoned, but...
1: Uh, all the crimes happened on Indian
0: ground. Indian ground, not Colorado territory, so on a technicality... Yeah, he's he gets, free. He's free. Which Frenchie doesn't like. Frenchie doesn't like, you know, He jumps up, pulls the lever to hang him, and as he's kind of dangling there for a second, who shows up, but the Indian he chief... <laughs> and cuts the rope with his Indian so, samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> and, how did he not fall through the hole? Well, he does. He does? Yeah, he falls through and then, uh. Is there, like, a little thing underneath there? Because he, he kind of just stayed on the, the platform. He didn't fall away to the ground. Huh. Maybe I didn't notice that. Unless I missed something. But, yeah, anyways, he, he saved him. He's there, and, uh. Yeah. The chief fucking chops off Frenchie's head.
1: Well, yeah, that's because they still want the crowd. You can't leave a crowd hanging oh, no, like that. You gotta kill hang. someone.
0: And they're like, oh, there'll be nobody hanging here today, and there's, a... ah. Well, let's slice Frenchie's head off. Yeah.
1: Which, get rid of the bad guy. Everyone wins.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. So then, um.
0: Frenchie leaves. Or Frenchie dies. Yeah. The and chief
1: asks uh, if he wants his horse back, and he's like, no. Yeah. Which, there's a funny story behind the horse. Yeah.
0: We'll get to that in a minute. But, uh. Polly and Alfred share a kiss.
1: They start re singing two of their songs combined songs. into one.
0: <laughs> Who shows up? Right before the well, credits
1: this go. Well, is, this is where that one joke pays off, though. Because uh, she's singing to him about how she wants to be on top of him. And that's where the payoff that's for true. the entire that's song true. comes from. Right there. <laughs> that's and right true. before the song ends.
0: Here's fucking Bell. Bell. <laughs> Just shows up and scares the living crap out of him.
1: Cleaver and I stick in the other eye. Fucking pickaxe pickax sticking out of him. Screaming.
0: They scream, jump off the... Platform and there's your credits.
1: Right, we scroll up, go to credits.
0: That's Cannibal the Musical.
1: Cannibal the Musical. Um, beautiful. I'm just gonna say it's beautiful. Yeah,
0: it's- I. For a musical, I'm 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 glad you made me watch this one. I, I I have new hope for musicals now. If any musical, singing in the Rain. You know what are the other Chicago. Any other musical, if it can live up to this, it'll be okay. So I don't think that's going to happen, but no, probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this was great. Um, I I I loved South Park style humor, and that's this movie was filled with that. The musical numbers they were short and sweet; they were nothing too long, and hey, there was a, a good blend of just actual dialogue and musical numbers, and each one had had its own kind of humor to it. So. Um, I'm going to give it probably about a seven and a half. Seven and a half? Seven and a half. Okay. Upwards of eight on a about good day. Eight. An eight, yeah. On a seven and a
1: half, eight?
0: Seven and a half, eight, yeah. Sounds yeah, good. I, I give it that because it doesn't just quite live up to Matt Stone and Trey Parker's other movies, mm-hmm. like Orgasmo, like Basketball. This is a nice start, yeah. and I think they really get their comedic you know, timing and stuff. Better as they go. So their, their movies definitely get better, but this is a great start for them.
1: All right. Me on the other hand, I absolutely love every aspect of this movie. I mean, this is their first movie. This is their first attempt. You can tell they put their lifeblood into this. They. I mean, the the footage yeah, is a little bad. I mean, the sound could be a little bit better, but the music is all the songs are catchy as hell. It's something I find myself wanting to sing every other <laughs> day I'll come thinking about it. But uh there's uh, it's a good story. There's a lot of good jokes. Um, yeah, all in all I, I think I gotta go with uh nine out of ten for this. A nine, okay. Yeah, this not is bad. this I'll is one I would recommend good. to anyone, anywhere. Even yeah. if you don't like musicals, the humor is good. Yeah. I mean there's not a Single person that I've shown this movie to that hasn't at least liked it a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's and it's not just one style of humor. There's dry humor. There's sight gags. There's, yeah, yeah, it's a mix of all types of different humor, and it's it's really good. But uh, yeah, this actually on an IMDb rating yeah. got a better rating than the Italian <laughs> job. job. Yeah, it got a seven point two. The Italian job got a seven. So yeah, um, yeah, I I, I I can't argue with. Either, either rating. So, um, yeah, just some fun trivia about this movie as well. There's a scene when Alfred gets convicted in the courtroom. First of all, this is the actual courtroom where Alfred was, con- the real Alfred was convicted. So authenticity. I I know. Yeah. Also, the judge on trial was Trey's dad. Yeah. So.
1: It's kind of neat um you know, I'm guessing a lot of the people in this production yeah a lot of the
0: people close close um well they were filming this while they were still students at Colorado Boulder, yeah, so a lot of the extras and other people in the movie were students as well as some professors too. but a lot of the filming was done and still in uh what was it lake City lake City yeah yeah they did they did trying to do a lot around Colorado which they did some got some awesome uh natural views too,
1: yeah. Yeah. The mountains. The mountains,
0: the canyons. It was really beautiful.
1: Nice. I mean, it's a low-quality footage, but, I mean, you can see the beauty in it still. Yeah.
0: And uh, funny thing about the horse. Uh, Leanne. Leanne. They, Trey decided to name the horse Leanne after his ex fiance because, as they quoted in the movie, she's the horse that would let anyone ride her. <laughs> so there's a little jab at his ex-fiancee. Oh, God, that relationship must have ended <laughs> Who, know, who knows what she did? Yeah. It had to have been bad. Pretty bad. But, yeah, yeah it's still, just an epic way of just to get a little jab in there. Good. So,
1: Which, if you're going to make a movie, why not? Yeah, why not? Show up all the people that you dislike from your past. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, but, yeah, so that's, that's Cannibal. That was Cannibal. That was Cannibal. That was cannibal. And uh, that's episode two.
1: That is episode two. You want to give uh, some contact info?
0: Yeah. yeah. Why not? How can I forget about that? Right. Yeah, um, uh, we are on Facebook. Just look us up, MFab Podcast. We are on the Twitter. So if you want to send us some tweets, whatever, we are at MFab Podcast. And you can also get a hold of us through email at, <clears throat> oh, with mfabpodcast at gmail dot com. Kind of a trend there with all our social media accounts.
1: Yeah, a lot of social media stuff.
0: Yeah, kind of use the same name. Yeah, but it's Makes good sense, be, right. Then, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: If we are on iTunes by this point, uh if you could give us a five star review, that'd be really helpful. That. Duh. <laughs> I'm not quite just, sure where we're at.
0: Anything less than a five star review, come on. But yeah, um yeah. we're good. Very informative. So but yeah, thanks again for checking us out. We'll definitely be back with a third episode and uh we hope to see you there. Um signing off for now. I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And y'all take care. B- bye. <laughs> Next week on the MFAB podcast, we watch Ben Affleck forget everything and paycheck.
1: And we rip on artsy dildos and murder party.
0: Until next time, that's a wrap. Cut!